Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for April 3rd, 2018. Don't forget you can check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Well, this is uh, my first podcast in about a week. It's been, it was a quiet weekend last weekend, but uh, this coming weekend is going to be very busy. We have WrestleMania and we also have UFC 223. So uh, I'll be uh, doing uh, several podcasts over the next few days. Um, Today I want to talk about last night's match on Raw with Asuka and uh, Dana Brooke versus um, uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Uh, it was a nothing match, really. The whole idea was to set up uh, the Nia Jax and Alexa uh, feud. And, but I thought the match itself was uh, far too long. They were killing too much time. And I didn't think it was particularly well-structured. I don't have a problem with the baby face in peril concept, which is what Dana was doing last night. But I do have a problem with making her look like a moron. And she should have tagged in a couple of times, and they just didn't do that. I don't know why they did it that way. It didn't make any sense. Uh, the match was probably too long because they, you know, they had two commercial breaks, so it was probably way too long. And when Asuka did get in, she finished the match in 90 seconds. So. I don't know what the hell they were thinking over there. Uh, the other thing I don't like is I don't like Vince McMahon making his commentators look like dopes. And that's what he's doing by having uh, Corey, uh, Corey Graves uh, predict that Asuka is going to lose before each match. I get that they have to sell that she might lose the streak. I get that. But you got to stop having him make predictions, okay? Last night was the worst, where you had him predict that she's going to lose her next three matches. Now, they know this is wrong, because they had Jonathan Coachman respond to them, saying, well, what if she wins all three? So, uh, I think they're running out of ideas on how to deal with this streak, and they better come up with some ideas, because this streak is supposed to last for another year. You know, that's what I've been told anyway. And so, I don't know. You know, they got to do better. Uh, this match last night didn't work for me. I put the video on my blog if you want to check it out. It just was a nothing match. It was too long. Uh, it was poorly structured. You know, I don't, I don't understand what they're trying to do. I know what they're trying to do as far as the uh, Nia Jax Alexa Bliss feud, which is why Nia wasn't in that match, because they, uh, they, it would have had to go too long. But, you know, it's just a waste of time to do a match like that. Uh, the Jobber match last week was better. Okay, let's uh, look, uh, probably be doing uh, several podcasts this week because of all the activity going on. Uh, a couple of things I want to get to. Uh, there was a UFC match confirmed. There's a couple that have been reported on, but they have not been properly confirmed yet, including in one case where uh, I know uh, where the match is going to be. There's actually two matches, but we don't know the, the, the exact location. They haven't named an arena, so it's very unusual. But anyway, uh, they announced uh, officially that uh, Jessica Aguilar uh, will face um, Jody Escabel at uh, the UFC show in Utica, New York. That's on June 1st, and it's a prelim match. You know, Jessica Aguilar at one time was one of the top names in, uh, in the strawweight division, but um, she just hasn't uh, had a whole lot of luck in her UFC run, 
And in her last fight, where she lost to Courtney Casey, she was looking like it's near the end. And this may very well be the last fight under her contract. And if she loses, I wouldn't be particularly surprised if she decides to retire and become a trainer over at American Top Team. She just hasn't, uh, just hasn't uh, happened for her. She, at one time, she was, like I said, uh, one time she was one of the uh, uh, top fighters in the division, and she just hasn't had much luck. And, I mean, the big problem that she had is after, uh, in preparing for her second fight in the UFC, she uh, suffered a knee injury, and uh, that seems to have taken a lot out of her. She, in her last fight against Courtney, uh, she just looked very slow. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, I've never seen Jessica look like that. And if she looks like that in this fight, I just don't see her continuing. Now, she was supposed to have a fight in February, but she broke her hand. But uh, now she's going to have this fight. Now, the fighter she's facing, Jody Escabel, is someone that most fans should be familiar with from her days in Victa. Uh, she trains at um, uh, Jackson Wink in New Mexico. You know, she's basically a points fighter. You know, she, she has no power. All she does is punch. She has no ground game. She has a fan following, but she's just a, you know, a mid-card fighter, really. And um, she was in Tough 23, and then uh, they finally brought her into the UFC. Uh, might have been as a late replacement. I, I don't recall offhand, but it doesn't really matter. She hasn't looked good in her fights. And um, it, to me, this fight looks like a last gasp for Jessica. If she wins, uh, they may renew her contract. If she doesn't, it may be over for her. And I'm not crazy about the fight. It'll be on the prelims, possibly on the fight pass prelims. But I'm not a big fan of the fight one way or another. I, I, don't, I expect it to go three rounds. And I mean, if Jody Escabel is faster than Jessica, then it's time for her to go. The other fight that was announced was for the May uh, Pancrase show. It will, be, um, it will be Emmy Fugino facing Amy Montenegro. So a few months ago, uh, Pancrase announced that they were going to have a working agreement with Invicta. And supposedly, the plan was to do, uh, develop uh, the women's divisions in Pancrase. The problem I have with that is I don't think that's really what he's going to do. Uh, he's going to do, Sakai is going to do what he is already doing, and that he brings over foreigners to lose fights to Japanese fighters, and that's what he was doing before. But I guess he's doing cost sharing here. So uh, he's done this once already, and it turned out pretty much like I thought, uh, you know, the Japanese fighter won, and I expect that to happen here as well. Uh, this is not going to develop women's MMA in Japan because Emi Fujino has been around for a long time. She's basically a mid-card fighter. She doesn't beat anybody that she shouldn't beat, and she does, and she doesn't lose to some a fighter that she should beat. You know, she's at a certain level, and she's a better fighter than Amy Montenegro. Amy is a mid-card fighter at best, and uh, one note about her is she was involved in one of the worst ref screw-ups that I've ever seen in the fight business. And that's, uh, she had a match with Celine Haga. Uh, Amy actually won the first two rounds, but with time running out in the third round, uh, Celine got her into a, 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 a rear naked choke and she put her to sleep 
with five seconds left, and ref Greg Franklin totally missed the call, and, and the fight should have ended. But he, he just, I don't know what he was doing. He just missed it. And, it's, it's, uh, and, and Celine apparently is suing the Missouri Athletic Commission over this. So she got a, Amy got a win when she should have got a loss, you know? And so she's just not that good a fighter. She's just not that good a fighter. And I just don't see how this develops women's MMA in Pancrase. And, you know, it's, when I see something different, you know, I'll tell you. But to this point, it's window dressing. I don't really understand why he's even bothering except that he's probably saving a few bucks on bringing fighters over from the U.S. That's all. So that's about it for now. As I said, uh, we will have uh, several podcasts coming up later this week. Uh, uh, I expect for sure to uh, preview uh, all the weekend shows on Saturday. And uh, if uh, don't forget, as I said, to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And don't forget you can subscribe to my podcast on Anchor. Uh, Pocket Cast, and also Google Play Music. So we'll see you later this week, and have a good day.